welcome to the Sports for Beginners podcast, where we discuss everything and anything in the world of sports media. This is the post-game show with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. Remember, fans, whenever or before they drop the puck, before they throw first pitch, before we tip off, and before, or before they kick off, we bring to you the post, the pre-game show, and then the post-game show follows right afterwards. Now, let's get to your host, Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners studio. Welcome, Penguins fans and Wild fans, to the post-game show for the Wild and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's get right down to the highlights before we discuss the recap of this hockey game as our opening segment kicks off. But first, a reminder that later in the show, we will look ahead to what is coming for what is coming up for the Minnesota Wild and the Pittsburgh Penguins? Alrighty, so I have the highlights ready. Let's get it on. Let's get let's get to the highlights. A lot of finished text right there on the shift, and whether it was Derrickson Act, Duhame. Even Marcus Glenn looks like there, there's a focus on finishing these guys. Crosby scores! Sidney Crosby always dangerous and a seemingly harmless loose puck lands on his stick. He beats Gustafson clean and the Penguins lead 1-0. The neutral zone, the Wild have a controlled breakout. 50-50 puck in the middle of the ice. Middleton and Spurgeon caught in a change a little bit or whatever it might have been. I mean, that's a save that Gustafson's got to make. It's it's through Middleton, but he should have sight lines on it just over the glove. The line's there. Got it to Kaprizov, and a shot goes wide. Penguins come back with Archibald. He centers, and they score. Ryan Paling. Minnesota native beats Gustafson, and the Penguins have a 2-0 lead. Before Kaprizov gets a chance out in front, 
hands on a little, misses the net, and then it's off to the races for Pittsburgh. And, you know, this is a fourth line. That's a nice play through a couple of sticks. Nice passing, beautiful passing play here before the puck ends up on Paling stick and didn't hold on to it long. Luger delivers one right on the tape, and he snaps it over Gustafson's pad and in the back of the net. All right, we will get back to the highlights in just a minute as we await some ads to get out of the way here. We do have some post-game reaction. Gustafson, Crosby on deck. We have those guys. We have Mike Sullivan. Or sorry, we have a lot of good stuff coming for you. We have Gustafson. We have Crosby. We got a lot of good stuff coming up post-game for you. So make sure you stick here for all of that action. All right, we're getting close to getting back to the highlights. It's very interesting to look at both of these teams and think, who's going to get the upper hand? The upper hand is score first. We'll see what happens. Okay, we're taking a little bit of time here. So let's get back to the highlights here. And we go now to the second period. No instantly shots at the net. Sometimes that can happen when you're, you're emphasizing simplify. Bring it to the net, crash. You can oversimplify it. And every once in a while, it's not, it's not bad to pull up, take a look, fake a shot. Penguins will be offside. That allows Rossi to turn it back into his own zone. I mean, a you know, perfect sequence for that fourth line and the Penguins. The fourth line grinds. They they don't let the Wild get a change. Duhay moves in and scores. Gustafson short side to that pole. 
Rossi comes up with a loose puck in his own zone, spins back away from Bluger, then handed over. He put it right on the stick of Paling and a pad save for Gustafson. Crosby will take his time coming out of his own zone. Then blast one ahead. He sends Gensel in for a shot and a save by Gustafson. Good battle along the wall. Minnesota gets an important clear down to a minute 17 in the power play as Crosby comes through center. Gensel down low. Tried to center. Crosby scores. All right, we'll get back to the highlights in a little bit more. We got some, we, we still got a lot more to get to. Uh, and you would think, why? Well, <laughs> you're going to find out a little bit. We mentioned I had Crosby. We mentioned we had Gustafson. We also have our head coaches. We have Poling. We have Gensel. Uh, those are the guys we have for the Penguin side, including our head coach, Mike Sullivan, who also spoke to the media today. We have Russ, who spoke to the media. Gensel spoke to the media as well. Archibald also spoke to the media. We have head coach Even Evenson, who also spoke to the media. And we have Erickson E.K. E MRL, who spoke to the media post-game. We have some pre-game practice updates for the Minnesota Wild, as well as the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're gonna start. We're gonna focus with the Minnesota post game. All right, let's get back to the highlights. As I mentioned, the final score of this game earlier on, if you or if you saw the episode that just dropped earlier today, our thirteenth episode of the podcast. You would have known that the final score was six to four. Let's get back to the highlights here. Following the goal. Crosby scores. And a power play goal has Pittsburgh back in front by two. How fast these guys can get you up the ice. Crosby, a little bump out. And then watch. Merrill's looking, he's got him. Next thing you know, Crosby's stick is open on the back door. Gensel finds it. What a perfect pass. I mean, he's got to contend with Gustafson's stick, John Merrill's stick, skates, and then finds the tape of Crosby on the back door, and he taps it in. And Crosby continues to have a strong game after rebounding from his minus four performance last time out. This is a second goal, third point. Dunma collides with an official. As he was trying to join the play, it's two on one. Crosby to Gensel. Sliding save by Gustafson. And now he covers. Down two. Here they are. Three on three shorthanded. Good roll to Erickson. He scores! to us, Anthony, that Kill does a great job here, and Brody, it's, it's on him, he gets up the ice in a real big hurry, doesn't throw it, they do a good job, crisscrossing right inside the blue line, Goudreau, Erickson Eck, that creates the confusion, Malkin a little too aggressive, and that confuses Latang. Merrill, out 
to center ice. Zuccarello trying to connect with Erickson Eck. Just deflected off of his stick. And now McGinn's back the other way. And he scores. McGinn with a long wrist shot. Beats Gustafson. And the Penguins go back up by 2-5-3. to three. Again, just McGinn crossing the blue line. Cut to the middle shot through traffic. He just overcommits. Sinks that glove a little too low. Puck finds its way over it. There is a slight screen there, but enough time for Gustafson to react likely. Spurgeon battles to keep it alive. And here's Gensel with another empty net shot. This time, it's right down the middle. 6-3 Pittsburgh. Battle behind the net, Gensel all alone, screaming for it, boldly aggressive on the wrong side, trying to cover for Jared Spurgeon, and he's not going to catch Gensel. Gensel's not going to miss from there. He passes that one in, and Zuccarello free again, knocked down as he tried to pull the trigger. Dumba holds. Closing seconds here in St. Paul. Dumba scores off the feed from Kaprizov. And the Wild cut it to 6-4. Well, it's their final one of the game, but a good shift from this group. I mean, Zuccarello had a couple chances in the middle of the ice. Kaprizov finally finds it on the half while Matt Dumba, aggressive, nothing to lose. The Penguins come into St. Paul and uh, reverse retro night hand the wild a 6-4 defeat. Alrighty, 6-4 defeat. That is the highlights of the show. So that is our so that brings us to continue with the recap here of our coverage of the Wild and the Penguins. So let's take a look at this game. Our three stars and some player reaction and coach reaction if we don't hear that during our post game shows first segment. We'll have the three stars in our second segment. Take it a game. Game a uh, uh, player of the game, I should say, is also coming up. Shake it a game in our third segment with the player of the game as well. We will then be looking ahead. But before we do that, our new segment that debuted on our Montreal Canadiens uh, post game show, Game Pop, will be. Will be here for you. That it and actually basically the way the game pucks work is we're gonna give one player from each side a game puck. Have a pick me up or a or a you you played really really well. With that being said, let's take a look at the game. So Tristan Jari comes into this game having lost four of, sorry, five of his last couple of games that he has started after winning the first four. Sorry, he's lost three of the last five that he started, <clears throat> including two of those overtimes 
but he also has one has had won four games, and those were four of the games that he started before he went on the losing. Now he's five, three, and two, and Gustafson, the goaltender who I mentioned we have for the Min- for the Minnesota Wild, will and we will hear from him. Um, he is now. He is now one four and one when it comes to the game. We don't exactly have the man in charge of the net minding for the Penguins, but that's okay. We'll hear from the skaters themselves. We'll hear from the head coach. We will hear from skaters as well as the goaltender. Or we will hear from a skater. I should say we will hear from a skater, and the head coach <clears throat> after the game. But before we do that, let's take a look at this hockey game. We're taking a look at it actually as we speak. So the Penguins scored two goals, and they are ahead two nothing. After 20 minutes, they then go ahead three to nu- three to one after two after 40. With Sidney Crosby getting a goal in this game, well, actually, he got two of them, mind you. Anyways, It's three, anyways, it's three, two after 40 minutes. And then the Penguins go for a couple more. But, but look out, here comes Matt Dumba and the, and the Wild. Look out, here come the Wild. They get on the board and now it looks like they're cooking. But they're only able to score. But they're only able to score two goals to the Penguins three in the third period to send the Penguins to a win in St. Paul, Minnesota in the Twin Cities. So it was Crosby and and Ryan Pooling who got it started for the Pen for the Penguins. Crosby's eight of the year at eight at eight fifteen in the first period. Assisted by Jay Gensel and Ricard Raquel. And then Bluger gets back in, gets back into it. He's got an assist on, with Archibald on Ryan Poling's second goal of the year, and second, and I believe second goal of a as a Penguin. Then Brian Dudame, we move to the second. Brian Dudame, but first of all, Ryan's goal came at 17:03. Then Brian Duhame, his third of the season. Four minutes and 31 seconds into the second period, assisted by Mark Fulingo, Marcus Fulingo, Joel Erickson Ek comes a few minutes later at four at 4:43, his fifth of the year. Latang, his first of the year, assisted by Crosby and Malkin, both of their both 11, both their 11th assist of the year. At 1820, it's 3-2 Pens 
after 40. And then Crosby scores number nine. Crosby scores number nine of the season at 550 to open up the first period with Gensel's seven assists of the season. Jari's second assist of the season. And then the game-winning goal went to Brock McGinn at 14.33. But before that, Joel Erickson EK, he also had two goals in this game. That was his sixth goal, shorthanded, at 11.23, at 11 excuse me, in the game. Frederick Goudreau had his fourth assist in that game of the season. Jonas Rodin, his third. Danton Heinen on Brock McGinn's fifth goal of the season. His fifth assist. Jeff Carter, his seventh of the his seventh. Marcus Pedersen gets his eighth assist of the year on the Jay Gensel ninth goal at 16.31 with Sidney Crosby getting his twelfth assist. Kirill Kaprizov, 9th assist. Matt Sukaro, 11th assist. On Matt Dumba's second goal of the season. Leading us to the final score of 6-4 for the Penguins. With Jake Gensel's empty netter. I think it should be the game-winning goal, but it's not the game-winning goal. The GWG goes to Brock McGinn. But Matt Dumba, 1952. Talk about getting on the board late but getting on the board when it matters most. Obviously, there wasn't a lot of time left, but getting on the board when it matters most. And and he certainly did that. Take a look at the penalty summary here before we wrap up this segment. Jan Ruda went at, Jan Ruda went at 9 minutes and 41 seconds for interference. Matt Dumba, second period, went at 12.39 for hooking. Archibald went at 15 minutes and 33 seconds for interference and goal on the goaltender. Joel Erickson EK, he got a penalty in this game for for slashing at 1629. 1745, Connor Juar goes for a high stick. We move to the third. Randy Duheem, two minutes for slashing at 4.57. Jeff Carter at 6.05. Went for hooking. And Mason Shaw went for cross-checking at 11.13. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for the recap segment. But before we go, why not? Why not? Let's hear from the... Let's hear, first of all, from the goaltender of the Minnesota Wild in Philip Gustafson. So let's hear from Gustafson after the game. Gustafson here after, after the game. Uh, well, playing in the NHL is not easy. It's not come easy, and we need to work way harder than we're doing right now and just find a way to win. Uh, more fun to win. Everyone hates losing, and we're going to stop doing it. I just, like, follow that game. Like, not a lot of shots at the first, but they got, the 
first first pair was a little awkward, like nothing happened. Then they got two chances there, and uh, then I got into the game a little bit in the second pair, and then I fumbled back there to make it five four there. Some of these shots, I mean, like green or shots you have to have. Yeah, yeah, I I have to have them. Like they're coming off the like case of the player react late to them, but I. When you play in the NHL, you have to have those goals and give the team a chance to win the game. What's the frustration? You know, like intuition. How can have they been so good? Was they going to power play and scoring? How frustrating is it that all the pieces are not coming together right now? Like, of course, it's it's frustrating. Like, I don't think PK's been an issue. It wasn't an issue today. Like, they scored enough five on three and. It, Teams are going to score in 5 on 3 uh, Power play, they're good in practice. Maybe they, they haven't scored in, in late, but they're they're a good power play. So I think it's just frustrating that we don't find a way to win now. It definitely it was a little bit frustrating here. Alrighty, that's Gustafson of the Minnesota Wild. Let's hear from Sid. While we while we're listening to player feedback, nice. let's hear from Sid while we're listening to player feedback here. As I get the rest of the guys set up, let's hear from Sid as we get. The final guys ready for their shot at talking. And when I talk about that, I'm talking about the Minnesota Vike, uh, Wild, excuse me, Wild. Um, Alrighty. So the Wild are set up here. But we're going to talk to them, or sorry, we're going to hear from them in just a minute. Let's hear Crosby post-game as we get to, as we also get to Mike Sullivan, Ryan Pooling, and Jake Gensel. We'll hear from Crosby, take a break, come back, hear from the coaches. Do the player of the game and the three stars, which actually will be followed before, which actually will be before we hear from the head coach and then the rest of the players on the Penguin side. And the one player we have left for the Minnesota Wild. We'll do the shake of the game. The We'll do the shake of the game, the puck, the game pucks of the game. And then after we take our final break, we will look ahead to what's coming up for the Penguins and the Minnesota Wild. So here he is, your captain, Pens fans, of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Here is Sidney Crosby after the game. Yeah, we got a good start. Uh, I didn't have a shot, but I didn't 
think that was pretty There it is. Difference makers for Sid. He says difference makers. There it is. All righty. We'll hear from the coaches. And our players. When we come back. But before we hear from coaches. We're going to take a break. Do the three stars, do the player of the game, and then the floor is the coaches and the players. We're going to start again with the Minnesota Wild and finish off the one player there. That is already ready to go. And from there, we will hear, starting on the Penn side, from head coach Mike Sullivan. And we will hear from the players after we hear from the head coach of your Minnesota Wild. It continues in just a moment. Three Stars is coming up next. Okay, people, take a break. It's just out for a half hour. Yes, we will take a break, and we'll be right back to the show with Scott McGregor. Post-game, pre-game, whatever you want to call it, we'll be right back. Are you looking for great sports content from media, fans, coaches, and players alike? Check out Sports for Beginners, with me, Scott McGregor, every Friday, wherever you get your podcast. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters, so please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And please feel free to check us out on our Facebook page at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop and you can follow me on twitter at scott mcgregor three that is scott mcgregor three on and on instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore we will cover all things sports including the nfl mlb nhl nba ohl and whatever sport you are into, you name it, we've got it. We may also talk a little bit outside of the sports world. So please, feel free to join us for the ride as our coverage of Sports for Beginners, the podcast continues. This is our first teaser episode. It's our first trailer of the show. And I am your host, Scott McGregor. And I am always glad to be joined by the host of All Over the Map, Ali Musa, and the host of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast, Thomas McGregor. 
who is also my brother. So, please feel free to join us whenever you get a chance and make this part of your Friday routine. See you around. Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is a podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's worst enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform should there be any delays to its launch that's anchor.fm for early access on on the ice and behind the benches episodes before they hit your platform we are currently available on spotify and air episodes every tuesday We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join the have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. 
We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com. It's time to get back to the action with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor. It is time. To hear from the head coaches, one player left on Minnesota, and we have one player left, or and we have a few players to hear from in the Penguins locker room, except for Sidney Crosby. We we heard from him, so we are now going to hear from Ryan Pooling and Jake Ginsel. Speaking of Jake, speaking of Jake. Fans, it, there's still some time while you have your chances to go to the milkshake factory of your neighboring milkshake factory. There's still some time. We're going to hear from Sully, from Mike Sullivan in just a little bit. But let's get down before we hear from anybody, especially our player. To the three stars of tonight's contest. And by tonight, just as of the recording of this podcast, I mean Thursday night's contest. As mentioned earlier, the game winning goal, the GWG, goes to Brock McGinn. His goal coming before the empty net goal off the stick of Jake, Gens- of Jake Gensel, his ninth of the year. Yep, ninth of the year. That checks out. Ninth of the year. Brock McGinn has his fifth of the year. But, fun fact. Fun fact. Yes. Fun fact. Brock has now scored a couple of goals in as little as three nights. Anyways, to the three stars we go. Sidney Crosby is your first star. 18 minutes and 30 and 32 seconds. Sorry, 37 seconds on the ice. Let me repeat that. 18 minutes and 37 seconds on the ice. Two goals, two assists, no plus minus. Chris Letang is your second star. One goal, no assist. Oof. Minus one. He was on the ice for 20 minutes and 48 seconds. And Joel Erickson EK on the ice for 18 minutes and six seconds. Had two goals in the game, no assists. And it was plus one. We didn't get through this in our opening segment, but let's get to it before we hear from the players. And, of course, we have the coaches. So the Penguins have 32 shots on goal in this game. The Wild have 23. I believe 22 of of which were stopped by Tristan Jari. In net. 
Uh, it doesn't. I'm not sure how many shots were stopped by Philip Gustafson, who we just heard from earlier today or earlier. But anyways, Minnesota Wild out hit the Penguins 29 to 25, but the Penguins had the upper hand in the faceoff circle 34 to 25. Penguins scored twice in five attempts of 10 penalty minutes for Minnesota. And the penalty kill does the job here. Even with even with the return of Teddy Bluger back, the Penguins penalty kill does the job going to the box for six minutes. And Minnesota's power play not, not looking good. 0 for 3. They gave away the puck five times. The Penguins gave it away four times. The Penguins took it away 12 times. But they also, but they may not have been taking it away too many times. And I say that because the Minnesota Wild had taken it away 16 times. Alrighty. Who's ready to hear from the head coaches? Who's ready to hear from our man that we're going to hear from first on the Minnesota side? Let's hear from the player, Morel. Uh, sorry, defenseman John Morel, after the six-four loss on Thursday, on Thursday night, in Minneapolis. Oh, one second. Okay, hold on. Let's start that again before he starts speaking here. And I'll make sure that our volume William is okay for those of you who weren't able to hear Sidney Crosby. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, we will try to fix that up as we go along. But here we go. Here is John Morrill on Minnesota side. The last guy that we hear from from Minnesota before we hear from our from the head coach, who we, we will hear from after we hear from Sullivan from Mike Sullivan. Here he is. Yeah, we're just tired of losing. You know, just uh, not something we want to get comfortable with. Want to try and, you know, I, I don't know what it is right now, but we don't have those answers. We'll, we'll get back to work, back tomorrow, and work our way out. I mean, how long is that? Every year is a new year. I think uh, you never know what you got until you get out there and start competing. We've got some new faces this year. We're still working in it. I think, like Moose said, they're just trying to find our identity and be consistent. Yeah. Yeah, it's that consistency. Finding that, uh, you know, who we are and going out and doing it every night. Finding that consistency. Well, well said. Well, well said. All right. The head coach is coming up. And we got players to hear from from the Penguin side. The Olympic Games are on. So, sorry about the ad there. We will hear from our head coach of Minnesota Wild. We'll hear from head coach. Evenson of the Evenson 
of the Minnesota Wild in just a second or two. But before we hear from him, let's get it on. Let's hear from our head coach, Penn's fans, after the win. Here is Mike Sullivan, post game. Well, it's important that we got the win. That's the most important. I think that you know, there was a lot to like about the game. We still have some lapses in the game where, where uh, we hurt ourselves, so to speak. Uh, we got to continue to work at getting better at that. Uh, at those circumstances, for a lot of the things we really liked our game. Uh, obviously, we need to score that goal. It helps your chance. You know, I thought the I thought the five on three goal in the second period was a huge goal for our team. Uh, just a huge momentum boost for us. Uh, those guys were working hard at it out there. You know, you've always expressed the appreciation for Teddy Bluger's game. You appreciate it even more now. You know what I mean? That you didn't have for a while. Yeah, you know, you, you, you take guys like that for granted. When you have them in the lineup, you realize how good they are when you don't have them. And uh, you know, the guy that just just as such a conscientious player, he's good in the face-off circle, he's a great penalty killer, he's, uh, you know, he's a sound defensive player, hard to play against, and, uh, and, he's, and he has an offensive, uh, he has an offensive game as well, so uh, I think he's a real important player for us, he plays really important minutes for us, we put him in tough situations all the time. Mike, building on that, what did you think of your fourth line tonight? I thought they were real good, you know, I thought... They brought us a ton of energy. They had a number of good looks. Uh, you know, they scored a goal. So they, they were, they, they did everything. And then some, as far as helping us win. You know, when they play that type of game, uh, you know, it, it certainly makes us a whole lot more difficult to play. Well, I, I think we're doing a better job just being aggressive. trying to get them to simplify the game a little bit, you know, take some of the thinking out of it, not for a better play. Let's, 
let's take some of the bacon out of it. Let's shoot the puck and let's, you know, let's go to the net. Create opportunity off the rebound. And uh, I think that's when our power plays out. You know, we've got some of the, in my opinion, some of the best players in the game around the paint. You know, we'll be better than Kid for that. I think Jake is, excels in that area. So uh, we got to get the puck there more. we got to get people there more. And I think it just starts with simple. I mean, you were yeah, you know, it was a tough, uh, it was a tough circumstance, you know. I think he would have liked that goal back. Working a lot, just that communication, that exchange, and how important. Uh, that, that's one of Tristan's strengths of his team. He's uh, normally very good in that, in that regard. So I thought he responded after that, and, uh, you know, he said, That'll end his game. Good way to end off there, Mike Sullivan. We've got... We've still got... Poling. Or sorry, Paling as they call him. Paling, yes. We got Paling. We got Gensel. And we got Evenson. We're going to hear from Evenson. Uh, right now, as we're wrapping up our second segment of the show, coming up in our third segment, which will lead into our final segment, because we won't take a break here, we'll do the shake of the game. We will do the player of the game. No, actually, sorry, we'll do the game pucks of the game, and then we will look ahead, because we're actually going to, after we hear from this coach, we are going to do... The player of the game to wrap up our segment. But first, here he is. Here is the coach of the Minnesota Wild. You know, to, to get back in that game and then see it unraveled with the, you know, your thoughts. Bro. Well, I mean, obviously, we, uh, we're not scoring enough goals. I mean, you can look at four, but. You know, we had opportunities to, to probably score earlier and, and didn't. And, um, you know, we, first period, we're, we're down, and we actually played a really good game, a uh, good period, excuse me. Um, and uh, so, you know, but we battled, we clawed, uh, we got back in the game, and, and uh, obviously we didn't do enough as a group to, to get it done. That whole line was real good, right? They... Uh, they're real good. They played the right way, physical, generated, um, obviously scored. All opponents that were together at once the other night, one mm. thing and something mm. else. He gave in so strong power yeah. play, not just the third. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. is it such a struggle to have? Um, I don't know. You know, sir. I wish, I wish we knew, right? I mean, then we'd be able to, um, you know. But I. I think part of it is, uh, you know, it's part of the season. I think every team goes through those types of things, but it is uncharacteristic that we're not doing um, the same thing every night, and that's what we've been used to as a group is just doing the same thing. Maybe we've maybe we've got, uh, um, you know, a little different look and all that kind of stuff, but we still have the same same people, same same you know, same people everywhere. Um, so it, it it is uncharacteristic that we're not doing those 
those simple things consistently each and every night because it's sometimes we're we're doing them sometimes we aren't and like you said there's different components to our game that are going sideways uh you know so we just we got to keep grinding right we got to keep grinding we got to keep plugging um we thought that we we did a lot of good things as far as getting to the net and having opportunities and um we just got to stay after it. you know there's not really an answer for how to fix that how do you Snowballing, you know, continue to get Carolina on Saturday, then Winnipeg. You know, it's well, it's great. We got a, we got a, one of the best teams in the in the league, right, coming in. So it's great. We got to step up and and get the job done. That's our that's our focus. Obviously, we'll uh, we'll start in practice tomorrow and try to get as uh, as positive as we can. Um, you know, mindset uh, before we uh, before we step on the ice in a couple of days. Frustration, are you? pissed off not frustrated over they're pissed off that they're not getting we're not getting the job done um you can be frustrated but frustrated with what you go look in the mirror and you get frustrated with yourself maybe um so that that's the message you you, you gotta get mad and and uh and get after it again and uh you know frustration is not gonna help us um being angry and hungry that'll help same as the, the rest of us right we didn't uh we didn't get the job done um all of us didn't get the job so i know you're not a goalie but on these goals it, there's been a trend in the last couple where you know if, if there was a defense in front of the computer you let it off i mean are they are the defense taking the right gap there or you have to play well there's there's probably you know hey I, I, I don't think you can loop them all in and i i, I know what you're saying mike i you know, I get it, um, but I think there's different circumstances. They're in different areas, and and, uh, and what have you. And you know, obviously, you know, we all have to figure out uh, some stuff with individual games. So, that, yeah, right. All righty, there is the head coach of the Minnesota Wild. Still have some people to hear from, and we will hear from them uh, before we wrap up our segment here. But before we do, let's go to our pre—let's go to our player of the night. Our player of the night in Pittsburgh for the against the Wild is. You know what? Why wouldn't it be our captain, Sidney Crosby? Two goals, two goals in the game. For two goals in the game for the captain tonight, an assist, an, an assist, sorry, two assists in this game for Crosby as well. He just had quite a couple of good stuff to go with. For Minnesota, we'll give it to Joel Erickson EK as well. He had some good stuff today. Uh, in the game, and with that, we'll come back with Ryan Paling and Jank Gensel in just a little bit. Shake of the game, and of course, our pucks of the game are coming up. This has been the three star segment with our player of the game segment. We will talk to you in just a little bit. We'll take a break and come back. So take a break. Let it shut down. 
Yes, we will take a break, and we'll be right back to the show with Scott McGregor. Post-game, pre-game, whatever you want to call it, we'll be right back. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out all over the map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Makes on the ice and behind the benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well that's on the ice and behind the benches with your host thomas mcgregor myself every tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms including spotify and if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. 
We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post-game reaction content now, but I am excited to join to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. Are you looking for great sports content from media, fans, coaches, and players alike? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, every Friday, wherever you get your podcast. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And please feel free to check us out on our Facebook page at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for beginners dash podcast to learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop and you can follow me on twitter at scumagregor3 that is scumagregor3 on and on instagram at smc underscore 87 underscore we will cover all things sports, including the NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, OHL, and whatever sport you are into. You name it, we've got it. We may also talk a little bit outside of the sports world. So please, feel free to join us for the ride as our coverage of Sports for Beginners, the podcast continues. This is our first teaser episode. It's our first trailer of the show. And I am your host, Scott McGregor, and I am always glad to be joined by the host of All Over the Map, Ali Musa, and the host of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast, Thomas McGregor, who is also my brother. So, please feel free to join us whenever you get a chance and make this part of your Friday routine. See you around. It's time to get back to the action with your host, Scott McGregor, in the studio. Welcome back, everybody. It is time for our third and final segment of the show. It is time for the Shake of the Game, presented by the, sorry, inspired by, not presented, inspired by the Shake, the Shake ad at the Milkshake Factory. Remember, Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, during a Pittsburgh Penguins hockey game, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. And before we get to our introductional uh, shake of the game, 
let's hear from the man himself. But before we do, let's hear from Ryan Paling as our last of two Penguins hockey players to hear from. And before we do, I want to make sure that we are set up to hear from Jake post-game after the game. So I'm just going to go ahead and get that all set up. I'm just going to go ahead and get that all set up here. Alrighty, we are all set. Just waiting to get it all started. And we are going to give you Ryan Paling. They're all, they're, both of these men are coming up. And then we'll have our introduction to our shake of the game. As we do our pucks of the game as well. And that will follow with our final, final segment. Of this post-game show, the look ahead to the Penguins and the Minnesota Wild next opponent. But first. Ryan Paling, and then Jake Gensel. Gensel. Yeah, I mean, I think they're still, even with tonight's win, they're still thinking we had to improve on it. I mean, we played great, and we had a lot of chances offensively, and I think we did a good job getting back to him. We have to keep up the box when we're still looking at the battle. If we can do a better job of that, if we can make another step tonight. Yeah, I think we just simplified it. I mean, when a team plays that hard and they want to get on the four check, we just got to play fast and move pucks and respond one another. So we had a few chances where we made a good small play and ended up uh, three down things for us. I think we continue to do that against teams like that. I think you were on top of the last night. You're still around your old stomping ground. Yeah. Once again, control the excitement level to that little score goal here, but then get a victory as well. Yeah, no, it's special. I mean, it shows me how blessed I am as a person. I mean, it's exciting and to have all the support that I do have. Sorry about there. Uh, that is now Coach Sullivan off day. We're not quite there yet. Uh, we are going to now hear from the man himself responsible for the shakes. Commercial for the milkshake factory before we get to our introduction of the shakes. And that will continue into our post-game segment. The shake of the game. Which is inspired again by the milkshake factory ad with this man we're about to hear from. So here is Jake Ginsel, Ginsel of your Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah, it's nice when you get a couple power play goals. I like to clean it up when they get one out on the power play. 
for us, I think it's just you can take class and just learn how many holes and just have fun and help it carry the rest of It seems like any time that the Minnesota Wild did get momentum or two goals 12 seconds apart or that shorty, you guys never let the wind out of your sails and you usually get responsible within a short amount of time. Oh, yeah, I think that's just the leadership of the team. I think that kind of shows what we're about. So everyone discouraged when they score, especially two quick ones like that. So I think we just got to make sure next year the mentality Overall, what do you make of the performance tonight? Two points on the road, so you tend to get two points. So, um, know some things to clean up, but uh, tough team to play against tonight, so it's good to Did they go into a very defensive shell there in the first period to keep you guys to just three shots? Were they doing something to kind of you know, suppress the game? Well, I think that's. They, they play like tough hockey. And, um, there's not much ice out there, so we kind of knew that going into this game. Earlier, but, um, I think we were scared to shoot the puck a little bit more, but Cap wasn't our chances, so we're Raquel rejoins her line. Last question. You guys have had success together before. Can you allow yourself to, to feel good or excited about what you did tonight and maybe moving forward? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been a little rough couple games for sure, so. Um, I think for our alliance, just get back and get simple and create the four check and, and just start shooting the puck and see what happens from there. So, nice to get rewarded tonight, but we don't have a big little game on the road trip here that we'd be going All righty. Well said, well said, well said, well said. All righty. One more piece of business to get to in this segment. Our shake of the game. Our putts of the game. Before we do that. Let us have our introduction. Take us away. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealer the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Welcome back to the Sports for Beginners, the podcast studio here. We are back. Even though we never actually left for our po- for a commercial break here, we are back for the third and final segment of our Show. We heard from Ryan Paling. We heard from Jake Gensel. We heard from John. We heard from John Morell. Morelli. We heard from from Philip Gustafson. We heard from Sidney Crosby. We heard from the coaches of both teams, including Mike Sullivan. We've gone over the game. We went over three stars. It's time for the shake of the game. We did our player of the game. Now we got to do, before we get to our look ahead, let's do the shake of the game, inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, the man we just heard from, Jake Ginsel. 
Speaking of Jake, you know what? Why not? Why not give our shake of the game to Jake Yensel? One goal on this game, two assists, no no plus minus, six shots on goal for Jake. No penalty minutes, one hit, no blocks, 18-17 it was his total ice time minutes. No giveaways, no takeaways. For the For the Minnesota Wild, excuse me there. <clears throat> Sorry again. Let's give it to Joel Erickson EK. Two goals in this game, no assist, one plus minus. Four shots on goal tonight, two penalty two penalty minutes, three hits, no blocks, was on the ice for 18, 18 minutes and six seconds. Gave the puck away once and took it away once. Alrighty, the shake of the game is done. Let's give now our pucks of the game. And the first puck of the game is going to go on the Minnesota side to the goaltender, Philip Gustafson. Five, goal, five goals allowed, 26 saves on 31 shots. He did not play the full 60 minutes because he was pulled before we hit the 60th minute of the game. Has a save percentage of 0 0.839. And yeah, you know what? Let's give the puck of the game now also to the goaltender on the Penguin side. In Tristan Jari. Who made 19 saves of the four goals he gave up. He also did not play the full 60. Because he was pulled. For a penalty, I believe, he has a save percentage of 0 0.826, made 19 stops on 23 shots, four of which went in. And with that, again, the GWG game-winning goal goes to Brock McGinn, number 23 of your Pittsburgh Penguins. Again, just to recap from the second segment, the three stars are Joel Erickson, E.K., -E -E which is, one second here, as I go to the three stars from my phone just to see what numbers they were. Reminder... A reminder, our look ahead is still on the way here as we're looking ahead in just a moment. But it's number 58 and number 87 who are your second and first stars. Your first, your third star, so let's go over the stars again. Stars again are number 14, Joel Erickson E.K. of the Minnesota Wild, number 14. Number 58 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Christopher Latang. And number 87, your captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Sidney Crosby. All right. That's all out of there. Let's move on to the look ahead to what is coming up for the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Minnesota Wild. First for the Penguins, you've got Saturday night. Hockey, followed by Sunday night hockey, 
It's the Winnipeg Jets and the Penguins tomorrow night in Winnipeg at 7 o'clock on Sportsnet West and wherever you can find Hockey Night in Canada channels. And then Sunday night, it's a Hockey Night in Chicago between the Penguins and the Blackhawks. You watch this on Sportsnet. As always, find your games for the Penguins if you can't listen to them on the TV. On the Penguins Radio Network, 1059DX. That is 1059DX. All right. So we got a couple of, we got a little bit of breaking news in the NFL, and we're going to get to that in just a second. But let's wrap up here for the Wild and the, for the Wild and the Penguins, the look ahead. The Winnipeg Jets will be looking to face the Wild in a little bit as the Wild continue their homestand first with a visit from the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday night. Wednesday night is when Winnipeg will be in will be in Minnesota. And that is when Minnesota will next play. And then the Toronto Maple Leafs are in town on November the 5th. Minnesota's got quite a couple of afternoon games coming up as they face the Coyotes on the 27th. And then Connor McDavid comes to town and we're back to evening hockey as the Wild take on the Oilers. Speaking of that, what else is coming up for the Penguins? Well, they got the Flames in Pittsburgh on November 23rd. The Flyers in Philadelphia at 5.30, part of another back-to-back. Because the next night, the Penguins and the Maple Leafs are back at it again for the third and final time. The night after. Alrighty. That's what's coming up. For the for the penguins and the wild and with that our post game show comes to an end but before we do that i mentioned we had some news breaking out in in another league so let's get to it i'll bring it up through my phone here we had some breaking news that just came through from the NFL in regards to the Buffalo Bills. And boy, is it ever some news that we uh, that we may be expecting. So Buffalo Bills fans, buckle up. Even though this is a post-game show for the Minnesota Wild and the and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Buckle up, because this news could be huge if you're just hearing it now. This is some breaking news here. After some of the news that broke 12 hours ago, saying that the Bills canceled practice due to snowstorm, Detroit travel plans 
are to be determined. So, so that 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 really has me thinking. What what's going what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here with the Buffalo Bills? Like, are they going to be able to make it to Detroit for this week's game against the Browns? Or are they going to have to cancel this game? The snowstorm, as you probably saw earlier, I mean, obviously it's an audio podcast right now that we are, but uh, anyways, if you see it earlier or heard earlier, we talked about some of the pictures that have been sent and it's actually been out all, been all over the Bills social media. So the Bills, are going to maybe try to play a game in Detroit. We'll see if they make it in time. Uh, before Sunday, we will see what happens. But that, but that's gonna do it here for the hockey post game show. I am your host Scott McGregor. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Scott McGregor three. Again, Scott McGregor three. No number sign. Follow our show on Facebook at https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports dash four dash beginners dash podcast. And also, I want to remind you that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Happy holidays, everybody. The countdown to the holiday season is on. Happy Thanksgiving to those of you celebrating next week and and celebrating probably now before Thanksgiving in America. We will be with you for a special pregame and postgame edition of Bills and Lions following that game next week, should it be played in Detroit or elsewhere, depending on the situation of this week. We will stay, we will keep you updated if we're going to do a pregame and postgame show for the Browns and the Bills with the situation uncertain if they are going to play a game in Detroit against the Browns as the home team. With the situation in Buffalo being in a snowstorm. I am your host, Scott McGregor, here in Canada and here in the Sports for Beginners studio, saying that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. Stay with us for our weekly Friday episodes. Episode 14 is going to drop here on the podcast next Friday. And then that kind of will be it for our first season. It will be it for our first season, actually, because we are going to take... Well, actually, you know what? We're going to go a little bit... We're going to go a little while longer because we're going to begin our next season after our hiatus. So we're going to go a little longer. Our hiatus will kick in around the first... or Around the last week close to Christmas. And uh, we will let you know when that is so that you guys are aware that we won't be bringing some episodes out to you. 
But in the meantime, enjoy those holiday greetings. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy Thanksgiving in America this week. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to Sports Corp. More likely next week, enjoy it next week. Scott McGregor. Again, it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Always comes before the post. Catch you on the other side. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports-for-beginners-podcast Send a message to anchor.fm slash scott-mcgregor-sports and follow Scott at scottmcgregor3 on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice. But thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. <laughs>